You are listening to the Sexy Spiritual Love Co. Podcast, and I am your host, Olivia Rose, and this is the place to be if you want guidance and insight on relationships, love, and sex. So without further ado, thank you for being here, and I cannot wait for you to get into today's episode. So in today's episode, this is going to be a super juicy one to kick off the new year. So in this week's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about how to set new year's intentions for your love life. And I have like a love hate relationship with like the whole new year's rah, rah, like let's, you know, set those new year's intentions, girl, like type feel, um, I've never really been fully on the bandwagon for it, but I do believe that there's a lot of credibility um, and a lot of beautiful things that can come out of really being able to say, these are the things I'm calling into my love life. These are the things I'm calling into my relationship. These are the things that I'm speaking that are going to be fucking true this year and actually take action on. And I think the reason why I'm I'm so kind of against the whole hype of it is I get annoyed as fuck about people always saying like, yeah, like, you know, I'm leaving my heartbreak in 2019. Like I'm never going to settle for less. Like, you know, I'm done with like a lack of commitment. I'm done with all this bullshit. But then they bring literally the exact same habits, the exact same version of who they are into the next year. And you know, I'm all for like, you know, let's raise our glasses and like toast to like who we're going to become. But unless you actually have a fucking plan for how you're going to do that, 90% of the time, it's not going to happen the way that you want it to. So what I want to encourage you to think about on this podcast, as soon as we start is how you have set new year's intentions for relationships in your life and for yourself that have fell through and to really actually fucking look like why they've, you know, they haven't manifested for you, why they haven't appeared in your life. Um, and also celebrate all the amazing and incredible things that have happened last year that have happened, that you have become more of that you have learned from because, Every time we look towards the future, but we don't stop to be grateful for what we've actually achieved or how our relationship has grown, and we don't check in with those milestones, you're always going to be chasing after something that's so much fucking farther outside yourself. So we going to be getting into it. So New Year's intentions for your love life. I feel like it's interesting with love. It's one of of those things that I feel like is more complicated and we make it complicated because, you know, we think that for some reason when our relationship's in distress or we're not having as much sex as we want to, and there's things in our relationships that aren't like copacetic with where we want them to be, it's really easy for us to say to ourselves, yeah, like, 
you know, I'll do it next year or I'll do it next month. And when you have a habit of always being the person and the woman that puts shit off in their relationship, chances are you put a lot of shit off in your life. I heard this saying, I literally cannot even tell you who it came from first. So I'm, I won't even take credit for this ever, but it's how you do one thing is how you do everything. Um, and I'm not sure where that quote originally originates from, but what I know is that it's so fucking true because the way that you show up for your relationship is the way how you show up in a lot of fucking areas of your life. When you're lazy in your relationship, there's chances are there's another area that you're lazy in as well. Chances are, if you're not showing up for your partner, I guarantee they're probably not showing up for you. And it's so crazy because as women, we have all these crazy expectations of guys and like how we want them to be. But when we actually don't do when we're not showing up as the way that we'd want our partner to mirror that back to us, it's almost like we're sitting there on our queen throne wanting the man to like do all the things, but for us to lay back and not have to do a thing or lift a finger. And like, I'm all about girl, like that diva mentality. Like I love that. And I do believe like men should step up a lot more in certain areas, but on the flip side, I do know that when you are in a relationship and, or you're looking for love, whatever your scenario is, and you're not saying, listen, motherfucker, this year is going to be my fucking year. And this is going to be my year because blank, this is going to happen because I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to look at the parts of myself that I'm not happy with in my life. I'm going to start looking at the things that I secretly reject about myself. I'm going to start focusing on how I can feel fucking incredible and my most happiest self this year. Because the interesting thing about love is the correlation between how happy you are as an individual and when you come into a relationship, our individuality can sometimes diminish. And when that diminishes, your relationship is going to kind of feel complacent because your identity will be wrapped up in your relationship. So I'll give you an example. What happens a lot of times is when we're in relationships, we tend to get really wrapped up in the hype of what that relationship gives us, the feelings, the emotions, the new love high. And as the relationship progresses, we tend to either like to spend all of our time or we get too used to like spending all of our time with them. And what I notice is like the three top things that happen to people when they're in relationships, they kind of start ditching things that's important to them. So if you worked out a lot, you don't maybe do it now. You start kind of a lot of the times eating kind of shitty um, because you're doing all these like eating outs and like dates and dinners and all this shit and movies. And you kind of get in this like comfortable habit of like, oh, I can just like eat whatever I want and we can have pizza and we can have these like cute and home dates. And number three is the fact that our feelings become dependent on that other person making us feel a certain way about ourselves. So these three things in combination make us feel like shit. We give up things that we're passionate about. We have shitty like eating habits. We kind of get fucking lazy. And three, we start being codependent on the other person to like completely satisfy us in all areas. And it's dangerous waters because when you go into the, into next year and you're, you're doing the same fucking things and you're not doing, you're not any more of a happier person. You don't feel any 
better about yourself or, you know, you want to step into this certain version of the woman that you'd like to be or you'd like to be for your partner, but you don't necessarily feel there with yourself. These are the three things that you just reverse engineer in your love life. So start focusing on rebringing things that ignite you happiness because the best relationships I've ever seen are ones where two people are individuals, but they also come together as a couple. They're in partnership, but they're single people, which means that they have lives that are separate from their lives with each other. They have kept their friends. They go out on, you know, friend nights or they go out with the girls for some wine. They don't ditch, you know, their girlfriends to just stay in with their boyfriends. Like they like and maintain their level of independence and their level of like excitement in their lives that they had, even though they're in a relationship. And this is the biggest thing that I notice that happens with people is when you lose your sense of individuality in a relationship, you tend to feel like you're losing yourself, which means that fights are harder. When things don't go well, it's harder because your whole sense of reliance of happiness is reliant on your partner and their emotional state being perfect all the time. So this is a habit that I say to ditch and fucking leave in 2019 in, in any year. Because if you're not thriving as an individual, you're not going to fucking feel any better going into this year in your relationship. Number two, I guess. One of the things that I want to talk about is for my single Pringles is how we look at dating you know, this year, what are our beliefs around dating and relationships? So the top thing that I notice is that people literally have so much, like they, I feel like women tend to blame the dating app, the lack of quality men. They tend to bitch about everything that's not going well for them. You know, oh, my ex was a fucking narcissist. I literally fucking hate that word. I feel like that word has become so like a buzzword that everybody just throws out completely unintelligently, not really truly understanding that just because a man's into himself doesn't mean he's a narcissist. Like, girl, you got to read a psychology book on really the definition of that. It's so rare for people to actually be like that. But it's like this blame and shame era of, you know, dating and why our relationships aren't working and how shitty men are. And I really want to encourage you that if this is your outlook and your mentality to like ditch that fucking shitty mentality and those shitty bullshit thoughts and leave them in last year. The mentality that you have is everything when it comes to love. And when you don't have a mentality and a mindset that's in alignment with with the actual man that you want to attract in your life, do you think the ideal man is going to want a woman who's sitting there bitching about her past exes, you know, on the first date, sitting there complaining about how dating apps are shit and it's so hard to find guys. Like you're literally like basically a complete, you might as well have boner killer written on your forehead, like repel the fuck away from me because I'm going to like, spew all my shit on you. And we don't realize it. And I get it. When I was single and things weren't working out, it was so easy to be like, yeah, fuck this dating app, Tinder shit. You know, it's only for hookups. Like there's no quality men. I keep dating the same guys. And the way that I feel we can switch this the best is to be inquisitive and to be 
curious and ask the right questions instead of blaming and shaming on the apps. And it's this person's fault. And it's this ex-boyfriend that I dated that fucked me up. Like, bitch, this is the year to heal. It is the year to heal and it is the year to set yourself free of all of those things. Because if you think that sitting there bitching and whining about what's not happening for you is somehow going to shift your love life, it's not. That mentality is the complete opposite of something that a high value man wants in a woman. So we need to leave that shit behind. So when you go into this year, I want to encourage you to have a better mentality around the way that you see relationships in men. And if you have had, you know, a hard time, instead of blaming, you know, the men, the apps, start asking yourself better questions. Okay, how am I being towards these men? What am I showing them? What are the boundaries that I'm allowing to happen from other men? What is my standard for love? What do I truly want? What are the core values that I would like in a man? Does this person align with those values? If not, why is it that I feel that it's that I'm holding on to men that aren't exactly what it is that I need? Is it because you're scared to be alone? Is it because you're scared you're not going to find somebody else? Is it because that this man who's the safe bet is safer than what's outside and what's in the unknown? When you start really getting fucking clear and you ask better questions, you become a different type of woman. You become a woman who, instead of bitching about what's not happening for her in her, in her love life, is now becoming the woman who's empowered to know that it's just going to attract its way to her because of the way that you think. And when you ask these questions, you can figure out a lot faster what you're doing wrong. So a lot of the times when, if you listen to last week's episode, it was all about how we attract the wrong guys. And if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend you listen to it. But the big thing was that I noticed that when we don't have a standard and when we're scared of like being alone and we're scared of like you know, oh, well, this guy's half the qualities, like I might as well just go for it. And we focus completely on the connection instead of what we actually truly want. And we feel that we don't fully look at ourselves as someone that is of full value. And we think that we have to just settle for any person in any relationship. Our whole sense of self kind of gets lost in what love is really about. Love is about a person and an individual who is happy who is excited, who truly enjoys their life, who is vibrant, who is then wanting to seek somebody that complements their life. And I want you to really think about that. How many people have you dated that actually do the opposite, that do damage to your life, that stress you the fuck out, that don't actually add any value to your life in any way? I want to really encourage you to look at why that is because when you feel that you're not getting enough value from a relationship and you feel that it just feels like pulling teeth and it's always difficult and it never seems to work out the way that you want it to and that person's not adding value to your life but kind of stripping you away, it's time to leave those types of relationships in 2019. And to really start looking at 
who you can call in that's going to be right for you, that who you can call in that's going to be the perfect match for you, how you can focus on healing yourself so that your next relationship will be completely incredible. The biggest problem that I see is that we get into relationships because we're scared to be alone. And I really hope that somebody out there who's listening to this who's in this situation, feels like you don't need to be in relationships just because you're scared to be by yourself. If you're scared to be by yourself and you feel like you hop, you know, from one relationship or you have like a lot of one night stands or you're sleeping around a lot, but you don't really know why and you're doing it for the reason of, I just want to be close to somebody or I don't want to be alone for, you know, companionship and connection. There's a lesson to be learned and to look at that, that, your life is trying to show you. And when you fill the emptiness that you feel within yourself with compassion and love and gratefulness and be okay with being in your own company and be like, yeah, bitch, like I'm the fucking shit. And you know that you're an incredible person to be around. You are, um, your time is so valuable and like people, um, value you around you you are going to be a very different type of woman and chances are you won't continue those patterns of doing the same thing of sleeping around just because you're scared to be alone. When you learn to love and be completely on your own, I can tell you this right now, the shift that you will see in your relationships, the quality of people you will see in your life show up because you are so fucking okay with just being you is unbelievable. And the most underrated tip that I feel like people don't talk about, a lot of relationship coaches I know this don't often mention, is the fact that if we were just all okay being with ourselves, we wouldn't make all these bad relationship choices. If we just fully fucking loved ourselves and we're like, yes, you know, I'm the shit, like I'm the bomb fucking.com. And like, you know, only this type of guy gets to, you know, be able to be with me, but you know, I'm living my best life regardless. If we had that mentality, I feel that all of the, the negative connotations with bullshit and dating would just, would just puff away. Because we wouldn't be focused on how we need to prove and how we need to show our we're, we're worthy to certain people, but more so, we'd already know that we are those things within ourselves. That that dating somebody or finding somebody else doesn't define us and define who we are. So these are just some probably the biggest love lessons that I've learned. That I really feel like if you take what I'm saying and you listen to this and you implement this into next year, I guarantee that you will have the most incredible relationship and love life possible. And I want to encourage you that if you're somebody that doesn't take action on what you say, I want you to look at the qualities that you tend to have, the habits that aren't that great and how they're showing up in other people around you. If you tend to not take action on things that you say that you're going to do and you start attracting men in your life who do the same, I want you to challenge yourself to ask yourself, okay, why is it that I attract men? Why is it that I'm not honoring my word? And why is it that men in my life are not honoring their word as well? And 
I can tell you that the correlation between what you're putting out there is reflecting back to you is completely true. You, if you are not fully somebody who honors their word, chances are men aren't going to honor their word with you. If you don't honor your commitments, chances are men that attract themselves to you won't honor their, your commitments or time with you at all. If you tend to blow shit off all the time, like last minute, chances are men are going to do the same to you. So my last lesson is to really look at the bad habits that you have in relationships and in love and in your life and how those same habits are reflecting from men and reflecting your love life back to you. Because when you change these things and when you change the way that men see you and perceive you and you become the woman that honors her word no matter what, your leadership is incredible in the way that you lead your life. You're happy, you're excited, you value your time, you don't value men who don't you become a completely different type of woman that attracts a completely different level of love. So my loves, if you love this podcast episode, give me some love in below. Um, and if you feel super generous, I would love if you left a review to let me know how you love these podcasts, what you would like to see more of. And hopefully you guys have the most incredible, incredible year when it comes to your love life. And I will see you next week for another episode of Sexy Spiritual Love Co. Podcast with your girl, Olivia Rose.